One of our partners is Cygnos. Did you guys know that more than one in three Americans have prediabetes? Well, I was kind of in that boat. And you're probably like, why is this so important? Well, I'm sure you've heard of insulin. And insulin helps bind the sugar in the blood and takes it into cells as a source of energy. If you have prediabetes, sugar begins to build up in the bloodstream rather than actually fuel your body. For me, I thought those acai bowls I was eating was so healthy. But because of my Cygnos, I saw what it was actually doing. Cygnos removed the guesswork of weight loss and provided me with the tools and knowledge I needed to develop healthier habits. It combines my glucose data from the CGM or continuous glucose monitor with an AI-driven app to deliver me real-time glucose insights for optimal health and weight management. Right now, Cygnos has an offer exclusively for our listeners. Go to Cygnos.com, that's S-I-G-N-O-S.com, and get 20% off select plans by using code THT today. That's Cygnos.com and use code THT to get 20% off select plans today. Y'all cozy? Comfy? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so... Let's do the intro this time. Oh, okay. Before we do it at the end. I know, I always forget. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Two Hot Takes. I'm your host, Morgan. I'm Justin. And we're coming at you with couples therapy, or call it quits, part two. We figured we'd better do it before we get too far away from it, because... These stories are so good, and I I have no words for the ones we're going to talk about today. Oh, boy. I know. One of them I had probably 20 different people send me. That's a lot. I know. It was, it was highly requested. Are we starting with this? I think we should. All right, let's go. Okay, let's dive in. Okay, I'm just going to tell you right now, like, I can't even look at you. My neck hurts so, so bad. I don't know what I did, but you know old age is setting in when, like, all of a sudden you wake up and you can't turn your head. Ow. Like, I should probably turn my chair before we actually, like, do it, do it, huh? Not already. Yeah. This we're, can't already be happening. We're old. Oh. <laughs> No, but I really, I fucked up my neck today. I don't know what I did, but it hurts so bad. So if I don't turn and look at you that much, that's why. You read the story, you look for a reaction, you're like, oh. I know, I wish I had one of those Aspen collars on where like, <laughs> oh, no. you're like forced to just like. I'd almost just start <laughs> reacting to that instead of the story. Be like, oh. <laughs> you just like turn your body for it. Okay, well, let's start off with the one that people sent me. Um, this was posted in Am I the Asshole? However, it was removed. Like, OP posted it once. It was quickly taken down. They reposted it in hopes, like, to, like, remedy the mods, like, problems they found with it, essentially. Yeah. And so they removed it again. But it was up for a while. Like, many, many people sent it to me. Um, but the mods ended up removing it again because they felt it was like revenge oh wow and they were like this would be better suited in another forum wow and so they removed it again 
Are you ready? Oh, yeah. Okay. Am I the asshole for canceling my significant other's birthday plans after finding out I was not invited? All right. (laughs) Let me start the post off by saying my 21 female significant other, 22 male love language is gift giving. He loved to shop for people. He loves to give gifts, especially extravagant ones. For example, over the three years we've been together, Oh my God. For example, over the three years we've been together, he's given me a car, three dogs, a new phone, and many more smaller items. I, on the other hand, struggle with gift giving, especially for him. He is the person, if he wants it, he will buy it for himself. Two different times I had purchased him a gift before the holiday rolled around, he had went and purchased the exact same thing for himself. (laughs) So finding something he both likes and doesn't already have is a struggle. This year, I decided I would go above and beyond. I set aside a couple thousand dollars, a lot for me, not so much for him, to make sure I can get him extravagant gifts. This year, he discussed with me he wanted to go to Puerto Rico. Immediately, I found a four-bedroom house, more than enough room for his friends, him and I. I also booked a yacht for us to spend the day on. That ended up being more than I set aside for, but I booked the yacht anyways since he always goes above and beyond for me. And I wanted him to have a great birthday. Well, tonight I asked him if I should purchase his gifts here and travel with them or if I should go shopping in Puerto Rico. He tells me I was not coming. (laughs) Note, earlier this week, he discussed us going to Puerto Rico. Also discussed how his friend, no named, would be traveling with us on this trip. So he immediately sensed my confusion He quickly started backtracking and told me I would be coming just at the end of the week, missing his birthday. Mm, Yeah. My feelings were hurt at first. To think the person I wanted to spend my birthdays with doesn't want to spend theirs with me hit a little different. My feelings soon changed as I realized this also meant I would miss out on the yacht I went over budget on. Immediately, I went to cancel the yacht, trying to get some form of payment back since it had already been 24 hours since booking. The yacht was a surprise, so it was never mentioned. But after canceling it and only getting partial refund, I told him what I had planned. I also told him since I would have to wait five days after his birthday to even see him, his gifts would not be as extravagant and I would not have things like a cake, decorations, or anything set up for him. He told me I was the asshole. The yacht was for him and not me. So regardless if I attended, I should have left the reservation in place. He tells me his gifts should not change since he will see me after his birthday. I disagree. I can't imagine spending thousands of dollars on gifts for someone just to give it to them a week after their birthday. I also cannot imagine spending over $1,000 on a yacht that I will never see. Am I the asshole for canceling my plans for significant other's birthday after finding out I am not invited. I just don't understand how some people's minds work. I, (laughs) like when you were first reading the story, I was thinking, okay, this is, this is him and her. She's going to book this as like a couple's trip. Yeah. Because that's what it makes sense to spend your money on, really. If you're going to go above and beyond, it's kind of like share it with the two of you. Yeah. And then I was surprised, like, wow, okay, she's doing a bigger house to include his friends. 
and make it a whole thing. Like, okay, now, now you're going above and beyond. Like that's already going above and beyond. Yeah, definitely. So how do you then turn that to, hey, I'm getting us a trip to go with you and your friends for your birthday to, oh, yeah, you're not coming, right? How? I just, See, like this is not – I don't even know how to react because it's just like how do you not understand? They're clearly not connecting. I get red flags from this all over the place. I'm like, oh, you're doing a big boys trip for your birthday. That's great, but like don't make her feel like she's coming and then like to be like, oh, you shouldn't have canceled it. Well, okay, but like are you going to pay for it then? No, like it's if- not, it wasn't even a boys trip though. No, that's what I mean. Like he he kind of misled her, I feel like. So she would maybe plan everything or like book everything. Either way, mm. there's a lot of red flags going on. Like I would be really weirded out by this. Wouldn't you just feel sick doing that in any way? Like, oh, like you paying for me to go do something and you don't even enjoy it. You don't even participate. Yeah. That just feels... Like, I can understand, like, hey, I'm booking this for you and your friends to go do. Specifically. Yeah. This is me buying this for you to go enjoy with your friends. Spot it, whatever. Little trip, whatever. You know, whatever it may be. That was not the case from the beginning. No. She was supposed to be included. Yeah. Uh, I know. It's, yeah. it's really annoying. So I'm just kind of blown away with this one. I have never seen an OP comment more than this girl did. Okay. Like truly, truly, like I've never seen so many more comments. We like that. Yeah. And it's just, it's not, it's not good. So again, we have to remember like couples therapy or call it quits. So based on the information we get from all this, like, let's see what you guys think because I don't know. Okay. So the top comment on the original post that was removed is not the asshole. He's either trying to spend his birthday with another girl or spending his birthday with his friends is more preferable to him than spending it with you and friends. Either way, this is a red flag territory and I'd reassess this relationship. And I would, that's like what I was saying. Like it gives me really bad vibes where it's like, hey, let's go on a boy's trip and just go fuck girls. Like blah, 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 blah. Cause it's like, she sounds like she's chill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, your girlfriend's going to be like fifth wheeling with you and all your buddies. She sounds like she was very accommodating. It was like, I just want him to have a good time. I want to be there. I want right. to hang. You know, I want to be included. And so for her to be like, then like, you're not coming. It's kind of like, whoa. Well, well, for him. Yeah, but it's like, well, why don't you want me there? And see, I'm not, I get the red flags. I'm not immediately getting that this is to go and spend it with other girls. I'm getting that this is, okay, you're going to book this trip and I can go enjoy time with my friends without my girlfriend kind of fifth wheeling, like you said. Mm -hmm. I wasn't getting the immediate, oh, yeah, let's go party with all these other girls, like bachelor party style. It, that's not what I was feeling. I was feeling more of the, oh, thanks for booking this for me. This is going to be so cool, and I'm going to have a really great time with my friends, which is still I don't understand the thinking. Regardless, yes, the 
the cheating takes it in a whole new ball game if that's kind of the plan here. Yeah. But it's still just the, the how he just doesn't understand that it wasn't that from the beginning. It was just. But it almost makes you wonder if they're truly on two different pages. Like, I know some people, like, I dated a guy who has his family owned a restaurant. He was very well off. And he never, like, wanted to be official. Like, it was kind of just like this awkward stage of, like, a situationship. And I would still get very nice things. I was still treated very well. So I look at this where it's like, okay, granted, like, she's got a fucking car. Like, he's gifted her a car, three dogs. Yeah, why three? That's a lot of dogs. Well, that's a lot of fucking pets. If you can handle it, good for you. But like, no, you're, yeah, you're fucking twenty one. Like three dogs, I can't even handle one. It's a big commitment. For I can't sure. even. We split custody with my dog right now. Like I can't even handle a half a dog. It just feels like a trip that would be booked by him for him. Exactly. And his friends. Not that's yes. Yeah. If you want a boys trip, then book it your fucking self. Don't let your girlfriend book this. And like, yeah, and they'd all probably book it together for your birthday. Yeah. So OP comments back to that one where they're like, not the asshole. Yeah, yeah. He's spending it with another girl or like red flag. And so OP goes, that's honestly the vibes I got. I found a way better house in the Dominican Republic, way bigger and quite a bit cheaper. He wouldn't even look at the house in DR and insisted he go to Puerto Rico. Mm. I got the vibes. He had someone in Puerto Rico he wanted to spend his birthday with. But I also thought that might be a tad crazy. But why even bring it up? Why even get to the point where you're discussing this with this girl, girlfriend or whatever you think it is? If if that's your plan, why even bring it up so that she books it? It's not like you're desperate and starving for cash to go on this trip to see someone. Why even bring it up in the first place? I think it's- Why not, hey, I'm going to do this trip with my boys to Puerto Rico and then I'll come back and we'll do an awesome weekend when I get back. Why even make it this awkward, if you're trying to hide shit, why make it so obvious? This little bitch probably thought he was getting a free party planner. He thought he was going to have his nice little girlfriend be happy at home, complacent at home, and he was going to get a fucking party planner for free. Well, if he thinks that, and if he thinks he's hiding this shit, it's really not a great way to go into it. No, but he's not hiding it. He's saying, oh, babe... You can come five days after. Come towards the end of the trip. Like, I'll, I'll, That's making it sketchy. Yeah. There's ways, if you were planning this and planning to do these bad things, there's ways to do it without being that sketchy. I, I don't Boys know. Boys are dumb sometimes. Boys are not very bright. Yeah. Boys are just silly, silly gooses. <laughs> um, so OP's like comments are like, all crazy. Yeah, so, let's rapid fire them. So someone comments on this and basically says, so not on the original post, but on the post where I actually found the story where they reposted it, mm-hmm. but they essentially go, oh, her relationship is a train wreck. He gave her herpes, chlamydia, which caused a miscarriage. He cheats on her. He doesn't want her to come on a trip she planned. She should DTMFA, which is dump the motherfucking asshole. But that seems unlikely. And so someone else goes, after taking a look at Opie's common history, looks like the same boyfriend gave her two STDs. Yikes. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. And so you go through this, and one of you know the posts that they had that they deleted, it was, I contracted a lifelong disease from a man after a three-year relationship. And so someone goes, a large percentage of the world has herpes without symptoms. 
you'd struggle to find someone who doesn't have it. And then they go, just add, if he's not your first partner, there's no way to verify if you did indeed contract it from him or if you've had it all along. You can carry herpes for years and never never know until you have testing like you did. And she goes, first relationship, he got tested as this was my first and he has had many. Second relationship, I didn't take the precautions. Mm. And this is from OP. So same boyfriend that gave her these STDs. So that's all from the, just the comment stream? This is all of her comment history. So like posts that she's commented on. Oh, okay. Not necessarily the posts we're reading. Oh, wow. People went in. Yeah. So people really dug. And like I scrolled to the bottom of her comments and that's how mm-hmm. I found that one myself. So that was reading it from her. Got it. Um, And again, they comment like, even if my partner were to have herpes and inform me, we could have practiced safe sex. For me, it's not so much about a lot of people have it. More say a lot of people who have casual sex contract it. That's not a decision I made for myself. I've had sex with two people my whole 21 years. Yeah. Yeah. So basically alluding to the fact that like he gave it to her. Again, goes into details about like talking with her mom. Her mom asked her why they weren't wearing condoms. Blah, 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 blah. She assumed that they were both healthy and in a monogamous relationship. Obviously not the case. And then we get into like, it just keeps going. Like the comments about this situation particularly um, are just, it's extensive. Like I don't even know which comment to pick, but basically her just being like, why doesn't a 23-year-old guy want some sex on his birthday? I would be absolutely stupid to think he will just wait until he gets back to me. True. OP knows. True. OP knows in her gut. That is a good point. OP knows. Like I think like this is what's really hard about this one is she puts in this comment, I thought the same thing, but chucked it up as being paranoid and crazy. And that's the thing I think in a lot of these situations that we've read so far on this theme, it's like, do you trust your gut or do you like kind of keep putting yourself in this situation where you kind of already know the result? You've been down this path. Yeah. Well, and I think the thing that limits a lot of that too is – um, once you cross that bridge of making an accusation or starting to question someone's faithfulness, you really can't take it back. I think in some sense it is fine as long as you are pretty confident, but it's, I also, it's, it feels really bad when you're wrongly accused and it's just kind of like, Oh, okay. What are you just like suspecting these things? Do you not trust me? Like it, it flips in a really bad way very fast. Yeah. And I just think that also limits some people, but this seems pretty, this one's a little more obvious, but I think that does kind of, it, it makes people start to feel like, oh, I'm just overthinking this. I'm just too in my head or people talk themselves out of it a little bit because they either don't want to believe it. Or they don't want to open the can of worms that it could be. Yeah. Or they might think that maybe they're wrong and then they're creating a problem out of nothing. So I know. This is a tough one too, because I am like diving into these comments a little bit because again, you guys, there's just so there's so many. Um, but they go, I was planning on paying for his birthday events because I wanted to make sure he had a great birthday and great memories. He's done it for me the past three years. He deserves it this year. I also don't know why I would go 
for the last half and told him I would not be coming. No point in me booking a flight, flying hours and hours just to be out of the country for a couple hours and do it all over. I'll save money, time, and energy. And so she goes to, I was not paying for a trip to Puerto Rico. He and his friends were splitting the house evenly, like they have every other trip I attended. And I was paying for extras like boat, cake, decoration, presents, etc. I assumed, which was my fault, I was invited because he previously discussed how his friend, who was being released from jail, would be coming with us. I didn't specify if the us was him and I or him and his friends, but once again assumed him and I. I thought she was booking the trip. She, she found the house and everything, per the post. And this is why I think like... Oh, I didn't know this was like a recurring thing too. It, that's the thing. So why was she allowed to come on every other trip, but now this one is like, it's somewhat different. Okay. Yeah. And this is where I'm kind of like, where I'm trying to take this is like, is this truly the worst fucking communication mishap ever? Or is there more going on? Because clearly in the past, probably both, there's been more going on. Like he cheated, whatever. Or even if he didn't cheat, he was dishonest about his, you know, health. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so gave her something. Um, And so I'm just wondering, like, is this truly the worst communication style we've seen in a couple? Because another part that I didn't like in this post, the original post by her, was the fact that she said, the yacht was a surprise, so it was never mentioned. But after canceling it and only getting a partial refund, I told him what I had planned. I also told him since I would have to wait five days after his birthday to even see him, his gifts would not be as extravagant. It's almost like now that she knows she's not coming, she's kind of saying these things to be like, well, because I'm not coming, I'm not doing this for you. It's almost like a manipulation tactic for him to be like, well, wait, okay, no, no, no. I yeah, want but, I want you to come. Like yeah, I, want the, I just, want the yacht. She's just feeling bad about it though. So it's just like a defense mechanism. I get that. But this is where like mature communication would come into the relationship. Well, yeah. And so again, kind of like, is this terrible communication or is this just like the most toxic relationship I feel like it's ever? both. They go hand in hand. Oh, fuck. I, I feel like the original post could have had a lot more information. It feels after reading the comments a little bit, like from what we've shared, yeah. it feels like it was a little deceptive on purpose. Mm, I was deceived. I feel deceived. Well, I was going down a whole different path here. I know. <laughs> Where were you going? Oh, how I said, like, oh, I don't know. Maybe he just wants time with his friends. Like, clearly it's not. But maybe it is. Maybe he's changed his ways and he's a, a good partner now. It just doesn't feel like it's a, a, an official, official relationship. It feels a little frontish, a little fake. Yeah, and it's like just it's kind of like that gift thing we were talking about in the other episode where people just shower with gifts and it's all this flashy. Ooh, he love bombed her at the beginning with the car and shit, the dogs. Potentially, I don't know. It would make sense. Does she say how long they've been together? Three years. Oh, wow. Three years they've been together. Okay, wow. Yeah. We're deep in. Deep in, but um, 
you know, there is a lot going on in this one. Um, OP does kind of get into the fact that she recently got a DUI. And so stipulations were 15 days or jail, 30 days of home incarceration. The reason why people started pointing that out on this post is because of her post history. She asked like how to pass a drug test. So there's... We got an interesting dynamic duo here. I did not expect this post to take the turns that it has. Um, People are questioning how she has so much money as a 21-year-old. And she was like, I invested in crypto. I jumped in when it was around 400. Apparently, it's doing very well. (laughs) Um, Well, I mean... This is true. Yeah. People are accusing her of being a sugar baby. I'm not a sugar baby, LOL. This is an invested relationship on my end. We've had a child, which I lost before she even came on this earth. We have three dogs. We spend almost every day together since graduating high school. He could never buy me another thing in my life, and the love I have for him would not change. Thank you for your opinion, though. Very interesting. Yeah. Um, someone else goes, I don't think you are a sugar baby, but reading your post history, 27 days ago, you said that he gave you STIs that caused you to lose the baby. And now you have lifelong infections. Did that not change your opinion of him? And she goes, of course it did. Everything changed in that moment. And so someone goes, yet your relationship status didn't change. It should. Dick is a resource that is in high quantity and low in quality. And the dick you're riding is especially low in value. (laughs) Wow. No dick is worth getting STDs for. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Put that on a t-shirt. I'm blown away. Like people reply to that and go, saving this for pasting at appropriate locations. Literally. Yeah. And so someone else goes, don't you think his cheating history is relevant for this post? And killing your child didn't change your lifelong love for him? He sounds disgusting. Yeah. Yeah, I think she conveniently left out a lot of information. Definitely. It seems like this post was like extremely manipulated to make it seem like she wanted one answer. No, you're not an asshole for being upset. But also like she didn't want to hear you should dump his ass. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like it was very conveniently written. Right. Yeah, no, I don't think this is a couples therapy one after really diving in. I didn't read this one at all before this. I had no idea what we were getting into. Yeah. I mean, they just, maybe they're content with their dysfunction and like to post about it, but wow. In, in the most, in the most real sense, yes, it's not a, uh, it's not worth the therapy. No, that shit's expensive. Also, one thing I do want to say too, like I will share it on Instagram But I found this woman who her and her husband have been going to couples therapy since they started dating. And she was like, people judge me constantly when I tell them that we go to couples therapy. And she was just like kind of talking about it. And she was like, if your relationship is at the point where couples therapy is your last resort to save your relationship, then it might be too late already. Yeah, Like couples therapy is a regular thing you should be doing to preserve the longevity of your relationship, to make your relationship last long-term and be healthy, happy, have great communication, whatever. And so when you look at this situation, it's like they have already been through more than couples face in a lifetime. 
and they're still not connecting. So is right, it worth it? Right, it doesn't just seem like bad luck. No. I think he's deliberately going out and fucking around. And they're young. Like, they've been together since high school. They've, they've got some growing up to do. They've It's a crazy life to be living. Yeah, yeah, fucking crypto. I got to get some, I guess. But um, I think she should move on. I think, like, too, I think a lot of people worry with partners that, like, gave them STIs and STDs. It's like, well, now no one's going to love me. Like, I have this. I have this lifelong disease. But I'll never forget, my dad actually dated a woman that was very, very open about her past. And her first high school boyfriend gave her herpes. And I remember we were, like, driving to the fucking Century City Mall one day. Yeah. And she was like, oh, yeah, like, you're out here with your boyfriend. Or, like, your dad says you have you have a boyfriend. She was like, I just, you know, I know this isn't my place. I'm not your mom. I'm not your dad. But just, like, make sure you're being safe. Like, my very first boyfriend gave me herpes. And her and my dad both talked to me about it. They're like, we take the necessary precautions. So, like, I don't get this. Like, we don't have sex during an outbreak. Blah, blah, blah. And it's yeah. like like that one person pointed out, too. Like over 60% of the population has herpes. It's like, you're not damaged. Is like, that the number? I'm, let's fact check. So 50% to 80% of U.S. adults have oral herpes. So there's two types. There's HSV-1 and then uh, type 2. 67% of the population are infected with herpes, type 1. So they estimate anywhere from 50 to 80, but most common number I'm seeing, just quick Google scroll, uh, is 67%. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's more than half. So it's like you're not – like incapable of finding love like yeah it doesn't define who you are it's so stigmatized and that's something we need to work on um but god get the fuck out of this one fuck take your dogs and go <laughs> yeah and go it's Min- time it is time my minnesota accent came out there go 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 One of our partners is Cygnos. Did you guys know that more than one in three Americans have prediabetes? Well, I was kind of in that boat. And you're probably like, why is this so important? Well, I'm sure you've heard of insulin. And insulin helps bind the sugar in the blood and takes it into cells as a source of energy. If you have prediabetes, sugar begins to build up in the bloodstream rather than actually fuel your body. For me, I thought those acai bowls I was eating was so healthy. But because of my Cygnos, I saw what it was actually doing. Cygnos removed the guesswork of weight loss and provided me with the tools and knowledge I needed to develop healthier habits. It combines my glucose data from the CGM or continuous glucose monitor with an AI-driven app to deliver me real-time glucose insights for optimal health and weight management. Right now, Cygnos has an offer exclusively for our listeners. Go to Cygnos.com, that's S-I-G-N-O-S.com, and get 20% off select plans by using code THT today. That's Cygnos.com and use code THT to get 20% off select plans today. Okay, well... That was a fucking shitstorm can of worms if I've ever seen one. Yeah, I'm happy to not be involved. (laughs) Okay, so the next couple that I have are really, really interesting because the last time we did this, we didn't really have any updates except for the very last story, and now all of the stories going forward have updates. Love that. Okay, so... 
I do know some of the endings. Some of them I do not. So I'll preface it and then I won't say as much as I typically would. Because I want to hear what you have to say. Yes. Let's see if you can predict me. You. Let's see. My opinions. (laughs) Let's see if you can predict the outcomes on this one. Am I the asshole for faking food poisoning to teach my boyfriend a lesson? So my boyfriend, 28 male, and I, 26 female, both love to cook and are very good at it. We often make meals together and it's something we really bond over. However, he has a serious issue with cross-contamination that drives me insane. As a result, I feel like I have to constantly keep an eye on him to make sure that he is sanitizing things properly. It frustrates me that I feel like I have to watch him and it frustrates him whenever I point out something he's done that seems unsanitary. Last Friday evening, we were making carnitas when I noticed that he was using the same knife and cutting board that he had used to chop raw pork to then cut up onions and radishes. Hell no. I could literally see red splotches on the cutting board from where the meat had been sitting. I pointed out that whenever I need to cut both meat and produce, that I always do the produce first so that way I can use the same knife and cutting board without having to worry about cross-contamination. I then told him that we couldn't use the onions and radishes for this dish because I was not about to top my carnitas with them now that they were contaminated with raw pork. Yeah. He flipped out and kept saying, it's not like it's chicken. I said, so what? It's still raw meat and there's still potential for foodborne illness. He wouldn't let it go. So finally I was like, fine, I'll eat your tainted fucking produce, which pissed him off further. He stormed off into our bedroom and refused to finish cooking with me. Without him knowing, I cut up new onions and radishes for garnishing and we ate dinner separately. The next day we were supposed to go to his parents' place as they were hosting a congratulatory dinner because my boyfriend recently got a new job. In the morning, I faked being ill and hung out in my bed watching Netflix and reading most of the day. He seemed baffled by my being sick. (laughs) And I was like, I don't know. I mean, I did eat those onions and radishes that you were so pressed about. He looked irritated after that, but he seemed to believe that I was actually sick. When it came time to start getting ready to head out to his parents' house, I said I was still too ill and ended up staying home. His mother... It's it's kind of funny. His mother messaged me later on explaining that it was extremely rude of me to have missed the dinner and that I should have taken some Pepto-Bismol or something so that I could be there to celebrate with them. I didn't even bother responding. And when my boyfriend returned home that night, I could tell he was bummed, but not mad, that I missed the dinner. Multiple people in his family are now pissed because they think I'm an unsupportive girlfriend. I do feel guilty about missing this dinner since it was important to him. But I was also at my wit's end as I've tried to talk about the contamination thing with him nicely many times in the past, but he always gets pissed off about it and then doesn't change his ways. Am I the asshole? Uh, So here's where I stand on this kind of thing. I think there's, there's, there's only a few really important moments in life. And by a few, I mean, like, there's plenty, but they're few and far in between. And going to a dinner that's celebrating a big life change or a a big accomplishment 
or celebrating someone, I don't think that's the time to take out your feelings on a completely unrelated manner. I think for moments like that where it's, you know, for moments that you're celebrating with someone, you got to go. I think you got to suck it up and go. I get that this is annoying and that's been a repeated problem, but I don't think these are the things to take it out on. I think you can do that with a dinner that you two had planned or something that's between you two. I don't think it should have to extend out like this. Mm-hmm. And I, for one, would be on the exact same, like I would have the same mindset. I, oh, it's disgusting. Well, and for me, it's always chicken because I don't have red meat really. So when I cut chicken. You're meticulous. But in a lot of times with the way I cook, the chicken takes longer. So I am cutting up vegetables or, or something afterward. I scrub that goddamn board. I take that brush and sh- like I feel like I take a layer off that thing. Oh yeah, you do. And easily, maybe I'm too. like I'm not getting contaminated. Like I'm, I'm. I hate food poisoning. You're very scared about food poisoning. I've been on the wrong end of that so many times. I don't like leaving chicken out. I mean, we've been over this. Yeah, yeah. On this show, we've been over this many I'm, a time. I'm a disgusting person. But you would still clean. <laughs> A oh, cutting board. cutting board, absolutely. But no, like I'll leave pizza out overnight and still eat it the next morning. Yeah, and I mean it's the same thing. Like you take the the raw chicken out to the grill on the plate. You don't put the cooked chicken back on the plate and bring it back in the house. Mm. Right? And so yeah, no. I'm on board with that. And I get how that would become very annoying and you almost have to watch because you're like, I'm not eating that shit. No. You take, you take whatever risk you want, but I'm not doing that. Like that stuff just, no, I'm on the same page with that. But I just feel like with a a celebratory dinner or something of the sort, it's just not the place to take a stand and and try and force change that way. So I'm torn. I'm really torn because of the fact that she says, I've tried to ask him nicely many times in the past, but he always gets pissed off about it and then doesn't change his ways. Yeah. So like I look at it where I'm like, I'm kind of agreeing with you where I'm like, okay, yes, it's not the time. It's not the place. Like this is a big deal for him. He's very excited. It's it's a big accomplishment, big new job promotion, whatever. So I'm like, well, because he's kind of a dick and doesn't give a fuck about cross-contamination or what you have to say, you're probably going to get another opportunity to fake sick if you really want to do it to prove a point. Like you're probably going to get another shot because your boyfriend just doesn't give a fuck about cross-contamination. Right. But then I'm like, at the same time, I'm like, well, this is a big moment. And so maybe it is the moment to kind of like, you reap what you sow, buddy. Like you made me eat fucking pork blood onions. So I can see that. I'm torn. I'm real torn. I can see that. I just think you might, when you start fighting fire with fire, you start opening up the potential for things to get worse. And Mm -hmm. I get you've approached it from a, try to ask nicely and things, Mm -hmm. but then maybe just maybe get to the point where, and I, I understand too, because the feelings fresh happened, what the night before. Yeah. So I can, I understand it. I do think in the long run, especially if things change and things work out, you will regret missing that. I don't, I, I think at least for me, I feel like I would regret missing something like that. Yeah. 
Um, but if the ways don't change and it becomes that big of a deal, then Am this I- this is a thing where you say, I think counseling or I think we need to reevaluate our situation. Yeah, I mean, this could easily be a, a deal breaker. For a lot of people, this probably would be a deal breaker. Sure, and that's, but I think that's the way to approach it is that's gonna, that's gonna alert him. That's gonna really be like, okay, I'm serious. Yeah. Missing dinner is kind of like, I mean, it made him upset. It's, it's not gonna make him want to not cook and not cross contaminate. It's, I think the two aren't gonna be associated. True. It's more like you need to say, hey, I have a problem with this. And if this doesn't change, I'm out. I'm starting to kind of lose interest. Yeah, definitely. And I think, too, again, like it doesn't seem like they can handle points of conflict very well because of the fact he always gets pissed off about it and then doesn't change his ways. So, like, maybe you do need a third party, like a couples therapist, to kind of establish healthier ways of communication during points of you know, turmoil or contention. Uh, so overall vote on this one was asshole. Top comment is you're the asshole. That's what I'm thinking. Yes, he should make changes so he doesn't cross contaminate, but this was hella petty of you. And you missed an important event just to prove a point and be spiteful. That is, is very immature. And so someone goes, while lying to him, this is more than immature. This sounds psychotic. And someone goes, psychotic, experiencing psychosis, Unable to distinguish between beliefs and reality, sometimes inducing hallucinations. Not psychotic, but manipulative and mean. That is that. Are you ready for the update? Love the update. I actually read this one too um, before the update came out, and I like remember seeing it. And I think when I listened to it, I was like, God, like if you really have to go to extreme measures like that to prove a point, like and be petty like that, I'm like, why? What's the point? Are you happy? Right, exactly. What's, what's the fucking that point? That was my thought, yeah. What's the fucking point? One of our partners is Cygnos. Did you guys know that more than one in three Americans have prediabetes? Well, I was kind of in that boat. And you're probably like, why is this so important? Well, I'm sure you've heard of insulin. And insulin helps bind the sugar in the blood and takes it into cells as a source of energy. If you have prediabetes, sugar begins to build up in the bloodstream rather than actually fuel your body. For me, I thought those acai bowls I was eating was so healthy. But because of my Cygnos, I saw what it was actually doing. Cygnos removed the guesswork of weight loss and provided me with the tools and knowledge I needed to develop healthier habits. It combines my glucose data from the CGM or continuous glucose monitor with an AI-driven app to deliver me real-time glucose insights for optimal health and weight management. Right now, Cygnos has an offer exclusively for our listeners. Go to Cygnos.com, that's S-I-G-N-O-S.com, and get 20% off select plans by using code THT today. That's Cygnos.com and use code THT to get 20% off select plans today. So on to the update. Oh, wow. I received quite a few messages regarding this post, and I figured I would give an update since something incredibly ironic happened anyway. To start, uh. many to start, many of you suggested that I purchase color-coded knives and cutting boards and that I have a serious discussion with him about the subject. These are things I have done in the past, but I figured another try wouldn't hurt. I sat down with him and explained that although cross-contamination might not be a big deal to him, that it is to me, and that it would make me feel a lot better 
if he would please take my feelings into consideration. He promised me that he would be more careful, but then the next afternoon, I saw him put a cutting board away without washing it after having chopped raw chicken on it. Come on. This obviously bothered me, but I decided not to say anything since we were fresh out of conflict. The same night, I took him out for a nice dinner as a way to make up for missing the one at his parents' house. We had a lovely time, and things seemed to be on the mend for a few hours. Later that night, however, he developed really terrible food poisoning. Yep. And to make matters worse, he was supposed to start his new job the next morning and ended up calling in sick. He blamed me for it because he thought that the food at the restaurant was what made him ill. I told him that I didn't see how it could have been that because we shared the dishes and I was feeling fine. Yeah, and she didn't cook it. The following day, his mother called and let us know that she had just taken his dad to the hospital. Apparently, he had been feeling super unwell and we all assumed it was related to a chronic disease that he's been that he's had for a few years now. He ended up needing multiple blood transfusions and tests found none other than E. coli in his urine. In the days following, my boyfriend continued to miss work and I discovered that about half the people that attended his celebration dinner the weekend before ended up sick. A bunch of other bullshit happened with his mother trying to blame me for, quote, getting people sick, but I won't even bother going down that rabbit hole at the moment. Wow. If you hadn't already guessed, my boyfriend got fired from his job without having worked a single day there. (laughs) Guess not showing up during your first week isn't a good look. On the bright side, he has shown a sudden and intense interest in kitchen hygiene. Apparently getting sick himself and having his dad end up in the hospital is what it took. It's been a couple of weeks since this all took place. A lot of you suggested that I break things off. And at this point, I think I may be headed in that direction. Edit. Since some of you are wondering, my boyfriend has gotten sick like this more than once, but he usually has other reasons why he thinks he's not feeling well. Both of his parents have gotten the, quote, stomach flu a few times since we've been together. His dad has a blood disease that has progressed over the years, and so this recent bout of illness put him in pretty bad shape. I always thought my boyfriend had a sensitive stomach. We only began living and cooking together about a year ago, and I hadn't realized the severity of his lack of kitchen hygiene until then. That is absolute true <laughs> karma. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, crazy about the dad. That's scary. I know. I don't understand why when people get really upset and realize that they've been wrong start to try and blame people in ridiculous ways. I think that is... I know, the I mom. Just, you got us all sick. Well, and him blaming, blaming her for going, taking him to dinner. Like, that stuff, I I don't even need to talk about it. <laughs> How do you put a goddamn cutting board away after cutting raw chicken on it? What do you mean put away? Put, like... In the kitchen cabinet, yeah. put away, yeah. Like in there, like yeah. And it's not just. It's not like when you cut. I mean, you can cut carrots, and there's not going to be anything on the board. When you cut chicken, there's like there's, there's stuff. fucking blood. There's well, blood. Not, Some chicken has blood. Yeah, but that's not like the most common. It's more like 
just pieces of chicken stick, like little tiny pieces. There's stuff all over the board. So I don't know how true this stat is. And I'm gonna, can you, I'm can gonna, you, yeah. Can you literally imagine pushing that back into the cabinet? No, that's actually vomit-inducing. I mean, what does he do? Cook and then not clean the pans too? It's disgusting. It's absolutely oh, disgusting. Oh my god! So this is like a stat I heard. I don't know where, when, but I just wanted to fact check it. And it's the same. It's the same with a lot of our foods that we produce, and like. Maybe it was a fucking PSA for, you know, yeah. veganism. But a lot of the chicken you buy from the store has poop particles in it. And milk, cow's milk, has pus, blood in it. But like raw chicken especially has like a lot of feces in the meat. And so I just like wanted to fact check. Um, and based on a small sample size, 48% of chicken has E. coli in it. Yeah, you can't fuck around with chicken. Like, I see people eat raw eggs and shit on TikTok, but... Ooh. Well, and it's way smaller for eggs. Like, way smaller. Yeah, and But chicken is, is just... Eggs is like salmonella. That's, chicken. Oh. oh, yeah. But chicken is just not. Like, you gotta cook that shit. That's why every time I make food, <laughs> I'm like, dude, I don't think the chicken's done. I know. Yeah, you're really scared about it. I'm checking that. That's why I got the thermometer. Yeah. 165. Yeah, no, it's, ugh. and this was on like, um, a lot of these are from the best of Reddit updates just because it's like so nicely compiled. Yeah. Um, and like they link another post she had recently where it was like, have you ever considered breaking up with your partner because of their parents? And that's a whole, di- yeah, that's a again, whole different part of this. A thing. whole another can of worms. But I, again, like even with this resolution, Thank God his dad is okay, but, like, if this is really what it took for him to shape up... It's gonna... Yeah. Even after she had another serious conversation with him... Well, really, it's like, what's the next thing gonna be? Yeah. It's, it seems like he's the type of person that doesn't really care about what his partner, like, finds important or what their feelings are until it, like, directly affects him. Right. It, it took right. having this happen to his dad for him to really give a shit. Right, and then then you start to think, well, what other issues could we have that will take extreme things to make him actually realize that I am right? I think conflict resolution is probably the the biggest piece of a long-term relationship. Yes, and one thing I saw that there was a trend on TikTok for a while where it was like, it it was really good. But it was like, what's the best piece of advice a therapist has ever given you? And this one lady comes up and she says, I go to couples therapy with my long-term partner. The best piece of advice that we've ever gotten is that you don't always have to have a resolution or come to an agreement during a fight. Right. You can disagree. You, You can agree to disagree. And like... They basically like explained that like you're both okay to have your opinions as long as it's not going to like really, really impact you and then celebrate your fight with something. So their tradition was like going out for dumplings after a big fight. Oh, funny. Yeah. But it was like it, you always like, I mean, even in my mind, I'm like, okay, if you and your partner are like really at odds with something I kind of had in my head too. And maybe this is just me like being my over analyzing. 
I fixate on problems when I have a fight like in any area of my life. But I think like that is kind of an interesting concept to wrap your head around. There doesn't have to be a solution at all. You can just move on. Agree to move on. But in this situation, there was a clear right and wrong. Oh, 100%. Clear. Yeah, the the rot. I would... I think this for me would be a breakup. I don't think this is a couples therapy can fix this person's ways. And I think he might shape up for a little bit, but I think eventually he'll slip back into his uh, chicken in the cutting board I feel ways. like after that... PTSD, I like, he'll be I feel like scarred. I feel like that will really change his ways, but it's just the the way of thinking and the way of dealing with the situation and how that will apply to other points of conflict. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily cross-contamination in the kitchen, but anything else like that. Yeah, no, his his style of communication and conflict resolution is not good. Very poor. Good luck, lady. One of our partners is Cygnos. Did you guys know that more than one in three Americans have prediabetes? Well, I was kind of in that boat. And you're probably like, why is this so important? Well, I'm sure you've heard of insulin. And insulin helps bind the sugar in the blood and takes it into cells as a source of energy. If you have prediabetes, sugar begins to build up in the bloodstream rather than actually fuel your body. For me, I thought those acai bowls I was eating was so healthy. But because of my Cygnos, I saw what it was actually doing. Cygnos removed the guesswork of weight loss and provided me with the tools and knowledge I needed to develop healthier habits. It combines my glucose data from the CGM or continuous glucose monitor with an AI-driven app to deliver me real-time glucose insights for optimal health and weight management. Right now, Cygnos has an offer exclusively for our listeners. Go to Cygnos.com, that's S-I-G-N-O-S.com, and get 20% off select plans by using code THT today. That's Cygnos.com and use code THT to get 20% off select plans today. Holy smokes, I'm getting warm. (laughs) Okay, I got my little therapy dog over here, my emotional support puppers. I am ready to go for these next ones. (laughs) Hold on, we got to get him in the shot. Okay, there he is. Are you in there, little buddy? Okay. You should walk him around Ralph's. The grocery store? Yeah. Why? Pull him on a little leash. Why? Because you support Support dog. My support puppy. <sighs> Maybe someday. I've I've had a lot of anxiety lately. But uh, <laughs> but probably not as much as this gal. My 26 female fiance, 27 male, told me he didn't even like me for two years of our relationship. <laughs> My fiance, Bruno, and I have been together for a little over six years. We met in college, and I'm the one who asked him to be my boyfriend. Last night, Bruno and I met up with some old friends for drinks. We all went back to our house afterwards. Well, into the night, once we were all wasted, we decide to all confess our secrets. It's a pretty good time, and we're all sharing goofy confessions. Suddenly, Bruno says, quote, When Gigi, me, asked me out, I was, like, so not attracted to her at all. The whole room falls totally silent, but he continues, quote, like she was just physically unattractive to me at the time 
and I didn't like her personality all that much. I mean, I only said yes because I wanted a relationship. I probably would have said yes to anyone. I don't even think I liked her until like two years in. He continued talking, but I stopped listening and left the room. I immediately called an Uber and went to a friend's house. Uh I haven't talked to him since I left. It's currently about six-ish the next day, and I don't even want to go home. What should I do? Do you think I'm overreacting? I honestly don't know if I'll be able to get past this, but should I give him a chance? Please help a girl out. Fuck no. I'd be out instantly. Uh, yeah. And she doesn't mention how long, like, they've been together, like, in the post, but in, like, the summary. Well, it's a decent amount of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, in the summary at the bottom, she goes, my fiancé of six years confessed that for the first two years of our relationship, he found me physically unattractive and didn't like me. I haven't spoken to him in almost 24 hours and don't know what to do. Why would you be with someone for two years if literally you weren't into them? What fucking weirdo wants to be in a relationship that bad that they'll be with someone they're not attracted to or don't even like? I would instantly feel like I did not know that person. Your whole relationship at that point is a lie. How well, do you recover? the first two years is a lie. <laughs> but how no. do you even believe him now? I No, I'm saying I like I would leave. I but it's done. I'm done. I'm out. This one's easy. What the this one's simple. Fuck. This one's very simple. It is done. I'm appalled. I That's some crazy shit. I just like I'm 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 truly at a loss for words. The first 2 years of your relationship are like those key bonding years that's when you really get to know someone you go through yeah you go through like the happy exciting first dating period you go through the honeymoon phase you go through the storming and forming phase where you're really like getting each other's boundaries and getting the nitty-gritty of things and then you kind of go through this like normal like i really know you i like you or oh i know you and i don't like you they've right right they're six years in According to this, engaged. What the flying fuck is this? Oh my god! And if there was nothing ever to tip you off before that, from her perspective, I mean, it's a complete nightmare. She's heartbreak. This is World War Three. This is. You're losing everything right then. Oh my god! This is like, oh my god! This is such a worst case scenario. And there's so many stories like this where it's it's these people find out who their partner really is by like accident or like happens happens chance or whatever the saying is. Like the only reason she found this out was because he got wasted. It's like the people that find out their partner was cheating after they die and the the mistress or the mister shows up at the oh, funeral. Oh fuck yeah. Like this is the same concept. Like they think their partner is this person that they know and love, and then all of a sudden the bubble has popped. Holy fucking shit. Yeah, this is... Uh, oh, poor Gigi. I didn't read this one. Oh, my God. One this of the, one's overwhelming. I know. I'm like, I'm just... I'm fucking... I'm in shock right now, you guys. One of the top comments um, 
throughout, you know, this one is, I wonder what other surprises he's holding back. And OP responds, that's my main worry too. Why hasn't he fucking contacted her? I don't think there's going to be a bigger surprise. Why? Why, 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 why hasn't he tried to like be like, oh, baby, I'm so sorry. I He's love you. He's probably like, holy fuck. I just fucked the whole thing. You kind of know at that point it's done. You kind of know. There's no salvaging. <laughs> oh, poor Gigi. How could you? Listen, that is something that, oh, and I know how hard it would be to walk away from someone after so long and everything like could be basically perfect except for this. She, what if, yeah, like, what if she never would have known? Would she have gone on with the wedding? Or, like, well, yeah. was there anything That's why else that engaged. was stopping her? But some people get engaged and then don't realize, like, there's um there's something called ring clarity. Yeah. So once you get the ring. You really hyper-focus. You are like, oh, wait, 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 wait. Okay. This is real. This is real. This is real. And, like, they get ring clarity. So maybe that would have happened further down the line for her. But like, I can't imagine there's no other issues in their relationship because like this whole, like I look at this, like their relationship for the first two years was fake. Like this isn't even a real relationship because of the fact he was faking it for two years. It just seems like she was totally blindsided though. What? Someone else comments. Not only like to the other one, like I wonder what else he's hiding. And so they go, not only this, but he said he wanted a relationship and it didn't matter whom I was with. Does he want to be married to you or just looking to get married? As hard as breaking an engagement is, it can be for the best. I broke off my engagement three weeks before the wedding. It's not too late to walk away and find someone who loves you. And OP goes, thank you so much for this comment. I'm so blessed to see so many people encouraging me to do what's best for me. Yeah. Wow. Oh, God, that'd be so hard. Wow. Are you ready for the update? Yeah. (laughs) Of course, it was removed by Reddit. But I still got it. I got the screenshot. Let's go. Hi, everyone. I literally can't thank you all enough for the love I received on my original post. I'm not sure if this is how to properly update a Reddit post, but here it goes. I sat down with Bruno earlier today and discussed what went down. Before I even gave him a chance to speak, I made sure to express how much his words hurt me. I told him how difficult it was to look at him after learning that he deceived me for two whole years. Luckily, he was very understanding of how I felt. He told me that he wished it didn't come out like that and he regrets not telling me sooner or in a more private environment. Yeah. It wouldn't have made it better. But still, a way to do it. Wow. He could have had more tact. Yeah, definitely. He recognized how embarrassing it must have been for me, which I also really appreciate. I can't go through every point we discussed in depth, so I'll rapid fire a few of them off. Was everything he confessed true? Yes. Did his friends we were with? No. No. Did he ever plan on telling me? No. Was he hiding any other major things from me? No. Did he ever love me during our six-year relationship? Yes. I still have a lot of unanswered questions, but I'm happy with what I got. He told me that he was going through a very dark time and basically used me because he thought a partner would fill whatever hole he had. Wow, selfish. (sighs) Once he got professional help is when he realized 
that he truly did love me. Overall, we did decide it would be best for us to part ways romantically. There was a lot of toxicity from both sides we had been ignoring, so this really is for the best. Yeah. Again, thank you for all the support and love. It's so mind-blowing to see so many people care about little old me. GG. Yeah. Oh, GG. Yeah, well, this is just the straw that, you know. It broke the camel's back. Yeah. I mean, if they, I think it is good that they realized there was a lot of other stuff going on because, yes, you're right. It would be very odd for everything to be great and then this comes out of the blue. I can't imagine. I would literally, like, if you said that to me right now, like, because we're almost three years in, or three years is December, so we're, like, a month away. And I'm, like, if you said that to me now where you're, like, I didn't like you the first two years of our relalationship, I would be fucking crushed. Well, and let's I want to cry thinking about it. Fuck. Well, and just let's let's consider the the thought of let's say oh wow. Very cute. Okay. Let's say that you went into a relationship maybe not not under the best terms, maybe not as selfish as this, but what if you just kind of were like, mm, "I'm going to see what happens." And you did kind of go into it like this guy. And then you end up falling madly in love with someone just not right away. I guess the way you approach that is you never say shit about it. But also it's just like if in the moment and if for the last four years, if there wasn't all this toxicity and whatever, and then you truly did were madly in love and wanted nothing more than to support this person and be partners forever. Yeah. That's also a really tricky, interesting thing. Obviously, you don't reveal it like this, but that's another, like, think about that. It's a crazy concept to think about. I think my biggest thing is like, it's just well, unrealistic, I guess. Not no, not so much because I think a lot of people do get into relationships where I I look at us and you initially asked me to be your girlfriend and I said no. And it was because of the fact that I was unsure. I I didn't know if I was ready for a relationship. I was enjoying being single and I I wanted to make sure you were the right person before I really established that I just wonder in this the other situation you described where like yeah some people do it to see if you know things will change their feelings might grow blah 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 but does that take two years right well and and time does move pretty fast so there could be situations where where it could where you're just kind of going through the motions seeing how things play out not putting too much pressure on it not thinking too deeply about certain things, kind of letting it work out. I I think you really could. I think you could. I don't think that that maybe would turn into such madly in love all of a sudden out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. But you never know. I mean, you go through some different phases of your life. You go through different mental cycles. I don't know. 
and maybe you have a big realization and which is what he sounds like he was describing like he said to her I was in a really dark time I was in a really bad place in my life right and I thought getting into a relationship would fix it so he was probably in one of those spaces where mentally he wasn't doing the best and thought hey I need someone this is gonna fill the void that I feel yeah and then that relationship really developed and he realized wow this is a really great person. I love this person. So I don't know, but f- for sure, fucked up delivery. Like, Oh, yeah. No, and I think I think with the added toxicity and, and everything, I think they're making a very yeah. oh, smart. mature choice. It's just, just crazy to consider the flip. Oh, my God, yeah. Just, wow. Oh, insanity. Good for you, Gigi. It takes a lot to call off an engagement. I I wouldn't know, but like, it seems like it would. Well, the even engagement or not to be that deep in with someone that much time, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people don't make a choice that probably would be better for them just for the fact of, well, I, I'm already this far in or I'm going to end up wasting all this time. And it, it is a very... Uh, big choice to do that. Yeah. Well, and I'm just looking at other posts too. And so this, um, it looks like it was an actual account. Like it doesn't look like it's a throwaway. So two months ago she posted, am I the asshole for not changing my wedding for my friend? And it goes, I am getting married next year. One of our partners is Cygnos. Did you guys know that more than one in three Americans have prediabetes? Well, I was kind of in that boat. And you're probably like, why is this so important? Well, I'm sure you've heard of insulin. And insulin helps bind the sugar in the blood and takes it into cells as a source of energy. If you have prediabetes, sugar begins to build up in the bloodstream rather than actually fuel your body. For me, I thought those acai bowls I was eating was so healthy. But because of my Cygnos, I saw what it was actually doing. Cygnos removed the guesswork of weight loss and provided me with the tools and knowledge I needed to develop healthier habits. It combines my glucose data from the CGM or continuous glucose monitor with an AI-driven app to deliver me real-time glucose insights for optimal health and weight management. Right now, Cygnos has an offer exclusively for our listeners. Go to Cygnos.com, that's S-I-G-N-O-S.com, and get 20% off select plans by using code THT today. That's Cygnos.com and use code THT to get 20% off select plans today. So this was probably like a next summer wedding. So this is, I mean, next year could be January. Like this, who knows yeah. how Who knows how close this was. So it's just. Wow. It takes a strong person to get out of a relationship like this where you're, where you're so deeply invested. Well, and maybe there's some deep down reason he truly did say it now that a wedding's approaching. Guilt, his conscious was uh, was grappling with the fact. Yeah, and maybe it's the the ring clarity. Oh my god, what's that yeah, ring clarity? Oh yeah, what's that saying though? Like something about your conscience? It's weighing on you. Yeah. I I keep wanting in my head. I'm like, is it a dirty conscience? No. Heavy conscience. Heavy would work. Yeah. Heavy conscience. There's a saying though about conscience. 
conscience. Am I saying that right? <laughs> People are going to fucking come. The more you say it, the weirder it gets. The more I say it, the worse it sounds. Holy <laughs> shit. We're just, let's just pretend that I said it that right, you guys, if I did say it wrong. Okay. I think we have time for one more and then it's, it's bedtime. What's the pupper's name? I don't know. We should have people name him because I'm bad with animal names. He you can't not have a name. He'll get one. Cujo. Cujo. Okay. Okay. Mm. Best for last. It's going to be hard to top that last one. Wow. Well, I better do it. Eep. My 35 male girlfriend, 21 female, is uncomfortable with my wife's ashes. Edit, girlfriend is 31, not 21. Oh. Instantly made me feel better. <laughs> yeah. Going to try to keep this as short as possible. Please tell me if I'm in the wrong here. Married my high school sweetheart at age 25. She died in a car accident five years ago. We loved to travel, and so I had her ashes made into a diamond to take her with me on my adventures. Her ashes, along with both of our wedding rings, are on a chain I carry in my pocket on our adventures. Helps me feel close to her. I always love and miss her, but I know she would want me to be happy and find love. I've been dating a new girl for over a year. I dated a bit a couple years after her wife's death, but never found love until new girl, M. M is great and has been so supportive and understanding of my late wife. She knows about the chain and never said it bothered her, though she never knew the stone was my wife's ashes. I used to keep the chain on my bedpost, but thought it would be disrespectful to M, so it's now safe in a drawer. I still take it with me on travels. M and I have talked about moving in together when her lease ends in two months. I am ecstatic for this. I want to spend my life with her. Yesterday, I was packing for a solo weekend trip to the East Coast as she was over. When I picked the chain, M asked me what the other ring was, not X's ring or my wedding rings, I explained that I had my ex's ashes pressed into a stone and she flipped. Mm. Couldn't believe I had, quote, lied to her for a year and said what I had done was creepy and weird. Gave me an ultimatum, get rid of the stone. I can keep our rings on the chain, just not the ashes. Or she will not move in with me. I asked if I could put the stone away in a drawer, but she said no, it had to go. She refuses to spend another night with my wife in the house and said it's her or me. Please help, Reddit. I don't know what to do. I don't want to lose this girl, but I also don't want to give up respect for the woman I once loved. My ex was not close to her parents, so I cannot give it to them. I can't just throw it away. I'm at a loss. Canceled my weekend trip. I just wanted to make things work with M. Mm. Edit. I keep thinking to myself that making this stone was totally crazy. M told me that no girl would ever be comfortable with it and that if I keep the stone, I will, quote, be living a lonely, miserable life. Women or men, would this be a deal breaker to you? Am I insane? No, not a deal breaker for me. No, that's, wow. I feel like my first reaction is I think she has been waiting to bring this up. Yeah. It just feels like, it was like, Too oh, what is that? And then just like out of nowhere, not like, not like a, a shock. Like, oh, okay. Um, 
and then you kind of take the time and think about it. Do you feel it like she kind a, of already knew? Uh, or I, had a hint? Maybe a feeling, but I just feel like the bracelet itself, I feel like has been just waiting to be like a point of contention. I, I don't know I why. guess, well, and if she already knew the fact that the rings on the chain were his wedding ring, the wife's wedding ring, if you see a third ring on there, you're probably like, well, well yeah, what you, the fuck yeah, is this? right, for sure. For sure, So she curious. probably has been wondering about it for a while. It just seems so like ask and then pop. It was quite the explosion. I really, really, really have a problem with the fact that she is being really guilt trippy and just popping off on him. Like she refuses to spend another night in the house with my wife in it. Yeah, what's it what is that affecting? Nothing. Nothing. Like I feel so bad for this guy. It's like he's <sighs> just trying to he's dealing with so much shit and he's trying to move on. He's trying. He's found some happiness, which is amazing. Yeah. Why can't he cherish an old relationship? It's just like it's having a symbol of like an old, amazing friendship. I don't. I think it's beautiful. Like I've said on other episodes in the past, like I, I would love to be turned into a ring and like pass me out like a party favor to family. Like I don't give a fuck. Like That's I told. A weird thought. I, I told my mom this though too. Like you can turn ashes into a ring. She was like. My mom, my mom absolutely loves jewelry. Like she worked in the jewelry business for over 20 years. Like she loves jewelry. And she's like, I think I would like to do that. I think it is a beautiful keepsake. Like we've recently talked about turning your dog's ashes into a stone for you to put in a ring. Yeah. I think it is a beautiful way to remember someone and stones last forever. Like once you make that, it lasts for fucking ever. Oh yeah. And it's, it's, there's, it's hard to find a thing to do. With ashes too, like, you know, you like to spread them in someone's favorite place or plants or whatever, but, or, or just have them there. But I think the, the ring or just a stone in any sort of jewelry or, or anything you could apply it to is, is a way to make it, it can be with you at all times. That. I cannot tell you the last time I've been to a cemetery. Like I've lost a lot of grandparents and I haven't been to a cemetery and like paid respect to their tombstones or their, you know, their graves in forever. Yeah. Having a diamond like that or an important piece of jewelry that like, it's so, I, I find it like, I get some people are probably like, what the fuck? No, that's gross. Um, and I also, I kind of tussle with this because I love the Jewish tradition of like, there's no embalming, you go back to the earth. Yeah. So I'm kind of like, uh, just maybe chop off an arm and like okay. cremate it. I, I like, I don't, again, I don't know. It's Just it, the chop off the just, arm is a little graphic, but. I don't know. Or hair, you can um, do it with hair. Someone actually, I saw on TikTok, there's this like eternal diamond account or whatever. Someone cut their horse's mane and sent just the hair in. That's cool. So you can do it with just hair. So maybe all carbon. Maybe just shave my fucking head. I don't know. But the ashes thing, I literally had a shit grin on my face when you were talking about ashes and spreading them because I also just saw a TikTok of these two girls that went to spread their father's ashes in this um, 
ocean or like throw it in the ocean off a cliff or something. Yeah. And the wind picked up right as they dumped and their father's ashes all blew back on them, went in their mouths, went in their eyes. That's terrible. It's so traumatic. And it's like, then he didn't even get where he wanted to go. Like, sad. Make rocks or coral reefs. Well, I think you can do both. Or it trees. It doesn't take the whole thing. It doesn't. It, From what I've seen about the process of it, like, it takes such a small... It was like a quarter cup or something. I think it's less. It's real. It's small. Oh, yeah. It's, I mean... It's not a lot. I think you can do multiple things, which I think is really yeah. cool. I just love the thought of it turns it into a keepsake in a whole different way. Yeah. I I completely agree. I think it's for the right person. If you find value in that, I think it is so special. Yeah, for sure. So special. This gal, though... Are you in the therapy boat? Do you think they could come to terms? Or are you in the call-it boat so far? Well, what I do know is he's caught in the middle of this. Like, he is in one of those very unfortunate places that I – it's the place I I hate. I hate being in that place of – it's – this or this, and you're caught in the middle of like a dis- of a big decision, and it's just like, well, fuck, I don't want to be here. Like, what? I hate. I just hate it so much. Ultimatums but, like that. Yeah, yeah, I, they're a little toxic most times. I feel like it's an overreaction. I feel like you could have a conversation, say, "Hey, I'm uncomfortable for these reasons," and the thing I'm focusing on is, I think, her reaction and. That is what I would focus on first. Less about the topic, more about the, the handling reaction. of the topic and the emotions. That mm-hmm. is just, I like someone I can sit down and have a conversation with. No matter, I get emotions, I get, you know, right away there might be. She was probably in such shock. And that's fine, but I that. think if you can, if you can. Get yourself together, sit down and have a conversation. That's a real, true relationship. That's where communication's at its best. Emotional reactions, sure, everyone has them, but they get the best of us sometimes. But it's very unfair to put him in this position. Yeah. And so I feel like. Oh my like, God, he lost the love of his life. Right. And now he's. He, found someone else he's like willing to spend the rest of his life with which mm-hmm. is which is huge. You don't want to just throw that away no. over someone giving you this little ultimatum. He did kind of slip that in there. That's, so I think, that is important. I think this is a therapy situation. I I don't know. I just hope it works out cuz <laughs> I don't want the I do know the end for this one. The rock doesn't need to go. It doesn't. And I feel no. like even the fact when the part that I felt so bad about in this story is when he even was like, well, could I just find it, like put it in the drawer, or, like a safe place or whatever. It's like, no, it has to go. Yeah. It's like, well, come on, work with me. Yeah. So he does give an update on their original post. Whoa, this totally blew up. I had no idea my story would get such a response. I was hoping for a comment or two, but this is crazy. This morning I took the time to read what all of you wrote and I'm hoping that M will settle for a safety deposit box 
or leaving it at my mom's. She's never had somebody she cares about pass away, and I think the thought of my wife's remains being in my house freaked her out. She's coming over tonight to talk. I will try to update you soon. Thanks again for all the support and helping me know what I did with my wife's remains wasn't that insane. Because one of the top comments on this one is, first off, you turning the ashes into a diamond is the most awesome way to carry someone with you. Yeah. It was a great idea. Don't ever get down on yourself. That said, and this is important, don't ever get rid of that stone. Yes. Ever. You'll never, ever forgive yourself. Correct. Um, Wives' remains, like, they're not remains. It's not like you have her mummified in your home. You took the ashes and pressed the carbon into a stone. Like, it's it's not remains. It, that, that just it like, is and it isn't, but it's. I get what you're saying. I it's, know. Like, it's like, uh, don't make it sound so weird. Yeah. Ugh, 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 ugh. Okay. Oh, God, my, I'm so warm today. This is what menopause feels like. Oh, I'm hot. I wonder what the earliest you can go into menopause is. Okay, update. I don't know where these thoughts come from. I have really high thoughts sober. It's always been me. <laughs> You're like, shut up. To the update. Let's get done with this. We met up on Saturday. There was a lot of dialogue between us, but I'm going to try to keep it short and paraphrase what we said. I know many of you said to give M time to cool off, but I just couldn't spend my whole weekend knowing she was unhappy. I invited her over for dinner and spent the day cooking her favorite meal. I took the ring over to my mom's house because I know it being in the house made her uncomfortable and bought her some flowers. I really wanted to show her that she has no competition, that I love her. When she comes over, the first thing she says is, quote, is it still in the house? When I assure her it's not, she comes in and sits down. I start by apologizing, explaining that I never meant to lie to her or hurt her, but that I now realize I was lying by omission and it wasn't fair to her. I apologized again and said I hope she didn't lose all her trust she had in me. I then told her how much I love her. I explained how much she means to me and how easily I could see myself spending my, my life with her. I go on and on about how happy she makes me, blah, blah, blah. She likes all of this lovey, apologetic talk and is smiling and holding my hand, telling me it's okay and that she loves me too. I then say, quote, it's time to talk about the ring. And she changes right before my eyes. She lets go of my hand and her happy face is replaced by one of anger. She said something along the lines of, I thought you got rid of it. And I told her that I never said that. I simply said it wasn't currently in the house. She got angry, but I asked her to listen to me before she said anything. I explained that when my wife died, I didn't have the heart to bury her, and having her remains around felt odd to me, so the ring seemed like the best option. At this point, she's crying, with her face in her hands. I asked if she would be okay with me keeping it at my mom's place or in a safety deposit box. She's silent, then cries, quote, Why wouldn't you just bury her like a normal person? Now I'm crying, and I say that I'm sorry, that I respect my wife's memory, but I wish it didn't disrupt our relationship, because I love you. Anyways, we cried. She said that she wishes the ring didn't bug her as much as it does, but that she's just not sure if she can be with me. She says making your wife a ring isn't what, quote, normal people do, and it's making her question my character. 
I asked her what she wants me to do with the ring, what her idea of, quote, get rid of it is, hoping we could compromise. She said she doesn't know what I should do with it. She just wish it didn't exist. She said she loves me, but she's just not sure about the relationship anymore. Told me she needs to think on it. Left without even eating her dinner. I haven't heard from her since. I'm not quite sure what to do or where we are at this point. We have stuff at each other's places and both have keys. I love this girl and I don't want to easily give up on us, but I'm hesitant to reach out to her again. I'm thinking of giving it some time and hoping she reaches out to me. I don't know. The thought of losing M breaks my heart. Edit. I want to add that I really don't think this is about being insecure or jealous of my wife. I really think M is freaked out by the fact that I've had my wife cremated and turned into a stone. I think even if I had her in an urn, M would still be freaked out. Mm. M hasn't had any experience with death, but I think she was raised with the idea that when somebody dies, they go into the ground. The fact that my wife isn't buried somewhere freaks her out. Interesting. Update number two. Yeah, let's go. Last night I came home from work to find a framed photo from my wedding hanging on the wall with the chain dangling around it. There was a five-page note from M on the coffee table. I'm not going to type the whole note because a lot of it was very personal to M. However, I will say that there was a lot of apologizing on her part. She told me that she thought a lot about the ring and even did some Googling and realized that it's not all that uncommon. Mm -hmm. She said she was completely embarrassed by her reaction and that she was uncomfortable with the thought of being around anybody's remains. She called herself disrespectful, childish, and pathetic. M also said that what I did was a beautiful thing and shows what a sensitive and loving man I am. She said that she wants to be with me more than anything and doesn't want to change a thing about our tradition, taking the ring traveling. She told me she now sees that it's a lovely idea and that my wife was lucky to have me and my family that she as well is lucky to now be part of my and my family's life. She concluded saying that she felt as though we had a good connection and handled conflict well. I'm going to disagree with that before I go on. Yeah. But okay, yep. M. She said she hopes that I know her well enough to know that this isn't the way she typically reacts. I do. She also told me she was going to get therapy as she is worried about what will happen once somebody she knows dies. The last part of her note said that she left a surprise in my fridge, a six-pack of my favorite beer, and that she'd love to enjoy them with me if I'll have her. She told me to take all the time I need before calling her and that she hopes someday I will forgive her for her actions. I called her immediately, we talked, and she pretty much repeated what she said in the note. I repeated what I said at dinner. She is my number one and that I am so sorry for lying about the ring. We have plans to see each other tomorrow night. I love the photo of me and my wife. I don't have many photos of us and none that are framed. The chain looks perfect around it, and it's a nice little memorial to have in my home. I love the idea of starting a new home with them while still having my wife's memory be a part of it. I know this is not what many of you wanted to read. <laughs> you wanted me to kick M to the curb. However, I think that a year of good actions makes up for one bad action. Her apology was genuine, and I really do feel as though this won't happen again. If she tries to control something like this again and I can't resolve it, I guess I know where to post. I can't thank you all enough. And then they go again. Edit, I was expecting you all to be disappointed in me and yet the first comments are saying how happy you are for me. Thanks again, Reddit. 
Good. Oh, rough road on that Very one. Good. Yeah. So, Are you shocked? Are you kind of shocked at the ending? Yeah, a little bit. But like, wow. The ending is how it was supposed to be the whole time. 100%. Um, 100p. I am understanding the more fear of death and remains and, and that kind of thing. Uh, having more of that reaction. Yeah. Or, or spur, like spawning that kind of reaction. Is my death anxiety rubbing off on you? No, no, no. I'm oh. saying from putting from her perspective, if that's truly a huge fear, I can understand how it's like, oh, like how you'd have more of that strong reaction yeah. versus an emotional response to a memory of a wife and a, yeah. a token of a wife. I truly think like, especially the fact she pointed out like, oh, she Googled it and realized it wasn't that uncommon. I think she was just truly super uneducated. Like she probably thought he was like a one of a kind weirdo that just did this. True. Right, right, And then being right. uncomfortable, like already being uncomfortable with death as it is, this was probably just like over the top for her. Like, oh my God, like what happens when I die? Like, is this man about to cut me up in pieces? Right, like, yeah. Just she was probably so confused. It just didn't come across that way initially. Oh my, no, she, she had a grade A meltdown. Grade A. But- Worked out well. Happy ending. I still think they need to go to couples therapy though, because I do not think they handle conflict well. No, no that was <laughs> that was an interesting point in there. No. And it also like I don't know if it was like the gaslighting initially that she did, like only weirdos do this, or you're gonna end up alone, or you're gonna be lonely, like normal people don't do this. It was a big emotional response. Yes. And so I don't know if it was the gaslighting that made him feel so bad, but throughout all of this, like he was the one that was so apologetic when it's like, he didn't really have anything to be apologetic for. Yeah. And like safety deposit box, like mom's house. He was more than accommodating. It's just, you're almost, you're almost going too far to accommodate a little bit. Yes. Yes. It was almost unrealistic expectations Yeah, yeah. and expectations that shouldn't have been put on him. They were very unfair. Like, we see this a lot with a lot of these posts, wife destroying pictures. That's exactly what I was thinking about. Boyfriend destroyed my best friend's t-shirt, you know, that they're, they're past. And I think people have a hard time competing with ghosts when they don't need to. But like, come on, people. It's 2021. Like ghosts and exes too. About to be 2022. Let sleeping dogs lie. Just, you can't compete with the dead. Or the living that are now exes. Exes sneak back up on you sometimes, though, for certain people. I know, but I think it, it some of that but the good ones in the same way. The good ones. Don't, yeah. don't ruin something with a good one because you just have some insecurities. Like, address it in couples therapy. There you go. There we go. Coming up next... Or maybe before this, depending on how my morning goes tomorrow, we'll be unhinged. The stories are good, you guys. Just like these. I mean, they're good. I like the updates. I know. The updates are nice because then we get like some solid answers of like- Satisfying. Did it work? Did it not work? But I highly, highly, highly recommend couples therapy. Me and Justin are going to- Me and Justin are going to go soon, either before the holidays or after- I hope before. I think we got to do before. 
Set what? us up. Set us up for success on our trip home. What was in the box? <laughs> and on that note, you guys, until next time. Until next time. Bye. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.